Sunday Stories is a podcast presentation of Christ Episcopal Church North Hills in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Welcome to Sunday Stories. My name is Deacon Lorena, and I love to share good stories with you. Have you ever considered how often we measure things? For instance, if we want a new rug, we measure the floor with a tape measure so we know what size will fit. To make a delicious cake, we measure the flour, sugar, butter, and salt properly. A clock measures how much time we have before going to school and a calendar will measure how many days there are until Christmas. And I know a boy and a girl whose dad measures how tall they are each birthday and then makes a special mark on the inside of a door frame so they can see how much they have grown from year to year. Measuring things is practical and gives us lots of good information. But sometimes we begin to measure ourselves against other people to see who is best. Jesus tells a parable in today's gospel from St. Luke about two men who go to the temple to pray. The one makes a big deal of going. He struts past the others in the street and holds his head high. When he gets to the temple, he stands in the middle where everyone can see him praying. The other one walks into the temple quietly, so no one will notice him. He keeps his head down and won't look up to heaven. The first man prays loudly with his hands raised high in the air, saying, God, thank you that I am not like other people, especially not like that other man, the one over there with his head hanging down. I go without food twice a week. I give generously to the temple, just as the law says I should, while the other man, the one who beats his chest with his fists, prays quietly, saying, God, I am a sinner. Show me mercy. Sometimes we do the same thing. We can either be hard on ourselves or judge ourselves to be better than everyone else. In today's Sunday story, Two boys live next door to each other. They are the same age, go to the same school, like the same things. So they must be good friends, right? Well, not really. Something keeps getting in the way. Tyler can't show his friend Jake anything without Jake making him feel like he shouldn't even try. Let's listen to today's Sunday Story. Better Than You by Trudy Ludwig My neighbor Jake can be a real jerk, always letting me know that whatever I do, he can do better. Don't get me wrong, Jake is great at practically everything he does, especially sports. Me? Not so much. I mean, I know I'm good at writing stories and playing the guitar, but when it comes to basketball... I have to practice a lot just to be a decent player. The jerky side of Jake first started to bug me when I was trying to learn how to do a new layup. For weeks, 
I'd been working on leaping, aiming, and shooting like an NBA star. I even got my older brother Iggy's help. I was so excited when I could finally do it that I went over to Jake's house to show him. Hey, Tyler, what's up? Jake said. Check this out. I can do a layup. After I showed him the move, he grabbed the basketball from me and said, Yeah, well, I bet you can't do this. Then Jake did a perfect hook shot. He couldn't just say, Cool, Tyler, or Great job, you nailed it. Nope, he had to outdo me. Who am I kidding, I thought. I'll never be great at basketball. Why even bother trying? Last Tuesday morning, when I was in the middle of showing Charisse my new music player, when Jay came over. What's that? he asked. It's a sound launch, replied Charisse. Tyler just bought it. You're kidding. A sound launch? You should have gotten a Tune-Age 300, said Jake. Then he went on and on about all the great things his music player could do that mine couldn't. I just stood there thinking of all the places I'd rather be than right there with Jake. Today, we had a math test. I hate math. It's my hardest subject. My hands get all sweaty and my brain turns to mush whenever I try to solve the problems. Do you want to know what was worse than taking that test? Having the teacher tell you that the kid to your right would be grading it. And since I sat next to Jake, he got to check my answers. Geez, Tyler, I can't believe you got some of these problems wrong, he said. This test was so easy. I must be like, five times smarter than you in math. There should be a law that kids don't get to grade other kids' tests. Stupid test. Stupid me. When I got home from school, I threw down my backpack, headed to my bedroom, and slammed the door. Hey, Tyler, called Iggy from downstairs. Uncle Kevin is here. When I didn't go say hi to Uncle Kevin, he came upstairs. Why you hold up in your room? He asked. I didn't say anything and just kept tossing my basketball in the air. You know, Tyler, one of my favorite ways to get rid of the blues is to play them. We went out to the front porch and started strumming away. Uncle Kevin was right. Playing guitar did help me feel better, but... It still didn't solve my problem with Jake. After a while, Uncle Kevin asked, Did you have a tough day at school? More like a tough month, I grumbled. My friend Jake's been getting on my nerves a lot lately. I know he's better than me at a bunch of stuff, but he doesn't have to rub it in my face all the time. I feel like such a loser when I'm around him. Uncle Kevin nodded as he strummed some more chords. Is Jake like this around your other friends, too? I thought about it for a minute. I remembered hearing Carlos tell Oscar at baseball practice that he was sick of Jake's bragging. He thinks he's better than us, said Carlos. Yeah, what a show-off, agreed Oscar. So it wasn't only me that Jake treated this way. 
The other guys were getting fed up with him, too. Maybe it wasn't my fault, after all. Maybe it had more to do with him than me. I shared this with Uncle Kevin, and he told me that people like Jake are a lot like the pufferfish we saw at the aquarium last summer. They puff up their bodies to make themselves bigger than they actually are. It's a way of protecting themselves from potential enemies, he explained. But when a kid acts like a puffer fish, he takes up so much space that he can also push away his friends. Uncle Kevin suddenly stood up and shouted, Make way for puffer fish, man, as he chased me around the porch. Mom almost had a heart attack when she came face to face with Pufferfish Man. I laughed so hard, my sides were hurting. After Uncle Kevin left, I biked to the schoolyard. When I got there, Jake and Nika, this new kid on my street, were there on the field throwing a frisbee. Hey, I said, nodding in their direction. Can I play too? Sure, they both said. When it was my turn to throw the frisbee, I flicked my wrist and put a sweet spin on the disc, flinging it directly to Nico. Nice, said Nico. Thanks, I replied. And then Jake did what he does best. He puffed up. That's nothing, he said. Look what I can do. When it was Nico's turn, he did this amazing throw. Our eyes nearly popped out of our heads. Wow, that was awesome, I told Nico. Thanks. I could teach you how to do it. Really? Sure. Only if you show me how you did your throw. You bet. Then Nico turned to Jake. I can show you too if you'd like. Yeah, well, I know all the cool frisbee throws I need to know, said Jake as he started walking off the field. I ran up to him and said, Come on, Jake, don't go. So what if Nico throws better than us? He's cool. Let's just toss the frisbee around. It'll be fun. Nah, I'm out of here. You coming? I looked at Jake and then at Nico. No, thanks. I'm going to stay here with Nico. Whatever, muttered Jake as he turned and headed home by himself. Nico and I took turns teaching each other different throws and ended up talking about all kinds of stuff. I found out that Nico just got a guitar for his birthday, so I offered to teach him to play. He thought that was a great idea. And you know what? I have a good feeling that Nico and I are going to be really good friends. Jake and Tyler remind me of the two men in Jesus' story today. Jake, like the first man, brags about his accomplishments, while Tyler, like the second man, focuses on how he fails. Both are worried about measuring up. Uncle Kevin helps Tyler to realize that Jake's bragging has more to do with Jake's need to prove himself. The only way he knows how to gain attention, acceptance, and approval is to boast, like the man in Jesus' parable, to point out how Tyler doesn't measure up, whether it's basketball layups, choice of music, player, or math. And Jesus, in today's parable from St. Luke, helps us to realize that our worth or value, what kind of person we are, is best measured by God. 
we should not be like the first man and trust that just because we do the right things we are better than the second man who fails to do the right things in fact when we puff ourselves up as the first man does we not only push other people away even worse we push god away but jesus also wants us to know that when we fail to measure up to what we expect ourselves to do and judge ourselves to be losers simply because we fail at times this also pushes god and other people away like jake who walks away from tyler we refuse to believe that anyone can help us but our own self everyone makes mistakes we fail sometimes but we are all beloved children of god Today's Sunday stories invite us to let go of the need to be perfect, to measure up to other people's standards, to measure up to our own standards, and experience the good news that even in our worst moments, God reaches out to us as Tyler reaches out to Jake and says, Don't go. Stay with me. Let us pray. Gracious God, you have given all to us. To you, Lord, we return it. Everything is yours. Do with it what you will. Give us only your love and your grace. That is enough for us. Amen. Sunday Stories is a podcast presentation of Christ Episcopal Church North Hills in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. 